Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. You guys have a terrific day today, and I hope you guys are staying strong and healthy as always. I told you yesterday we were getting it back in, the Berberine Ultimate in stock, ready to rock and roll for you guys. One of the most effective products I've ever seen as far as maintaining and lowering blood sugar and maintaining healthy blood sugar, the Berberine Ultimate. Put it on the front page last night on sale for over 10% off at healthmasters.com. Wanted to give you guys first first right of refusal, and I guess I could say, because we do have a limited stock in. The batches that they're making now are much smaller than they used to be. However, we do have it in. We are shipping it. It is ready to rock and roll. Want to give you guys a heads up on that at healthmasters.com. And also, too, be sure to check out the product of the week, the HGH Stimulate Formula for over 15% off. You voted, and it won by a landslide like it usually does. That's a very popular product on sale for products of the week at healthmasters.com. And thank you again for your support and getting the truth every single day out there with us and continuing to make a difference to help wake people up and keep people healthy and strong every single day. How are you doing this morning, Dan? I'm doing great. You sound like James Earl Jones. Yeah, lost my voice a little bit. It's been a busy week. like Darth Vader. Luke. (laughs) By the way, you know, the great unifier. I I, I mean, this is just, I I just sit back and watch this stuff, and I kind of was shaking my head a little bit when I was reading the headlines here this morning. It says, Trump says that anyone who donates to Nikki Haley will be permanently barred from the MAGA camp. He's such a unifier. He just puts the people together here in the United States. I just really think this is amazing. I'm being beyond belief facetious after Nikki Haley refused to drop out of the presidential race after losing New Hampshire on Tuesday, Trump has issued a scathing rebuke of her candidacy. The former president says that Haley was average at best in his cabinet and he repeated how this, his, this, his new bird brain nickname for her. Trump warned that a typical candidate, you know, hoping by mega donors will no longer be. Okay, I, this doesn't make any sense. Of course, coming from Trump, it doesn't make a lot of sense anyhow. Basically, he's saying that anybody who basically has given money to Nikki Haley's campaign from this point forward will basically be permanently barred from his basically campaign in the MAGA camp. Now, let me stop here for one second. Okay, we live in a republic. Everybody's got everybody's got rights here. Oh, well, we used to have rights, except for except for Texas. Texas has no rights left according to Biden as far as defending their borders. But we'll cover that in a second. Uh, but Trump basically says anyone who donates will be permanently barred. Okay, let's stop for one second. Let's. Let's back it up, okay? Germany, 1930, 1930s, Hitler comes into power. And suddenly, the Nazi party, which was the minority party, becomes prevalent. Hitler wins chancellorship, becomes Fuhrer. Suddenly, Hitler decides that these other parties aren't necessary, and nobody should be supporting other parties. You know, we have Night of the Long Knives, which a lot of people got killed. We have Kristall Knox. We have all kinds of things happening all at once, you know, I'm not saying that Hitler did anything bad because he didn't, but a lot of stuff he did was pretty messed up, but he didn't want political opposition. And so now we have some other people trying to support Nikki Haley. Now, remember, I don't, let me stop here for a second. I don't like Nikki Haley, but then again, I don't like Donald Trump. And I really dislike Joe Biden. So I'm, I'm kind of a neutral here as far as all of these people. But, you know, you've got to be saying, maybe it's say, say something like this. Trump says anyone who's donated to Nikki Haley will be welcomed into the MAGA camp from this point forward, because he realizes we have to have unity of the Republican Party. What? Yeah, well, that, okay. That would be something that would actually make sense if you're trying to unify a political party. You know, then he could come in and say, you know, we understand that different people have different views as far as living in a republic, and we have different rights, but we have the right to basically vote for whoever we want. 
I understand that. And for you supporters of Nikki Haley, I'm welcoming, welcoming you into the MAGA camp. Thank you so much for remaining loyal to the Republican Party. Obviously, right now, she's not, she didn't win New Hampshire. Obviously, now she's not going to be the nominee. Obviously, we've got to rally around the flag of the United States of America and the Constitution of the United States of America. And you are welcome into the party. You are welcome into the MAGA camp. No. Trump says anyone who donates to Nikki Haley will be permanently barred from the MAGA camp. You know, I don't know how this is supposed to be unifying. I don't understand any of this stuff. All I know is that it seems as though, in my opinion, which I've told you many times, that Donald Trump is an agent of the New World Order. Oh, God, I hate that I said that. And, and, and in such a way, he's a high-level Masonic Lodge figure, in such a way that he says the rhetoric that comes out of his mouth and calling her a bird brain, calling her a bird brain, Austin, is, is so disturbing to me. I mean, what are we now in fourth grade? And we're going to call we're going to call each other names and we're going to play kindergarten games. I mean, why can't we just be adults? Why can't we act like normal human beings that basically want to try to support one another and, and try to help each other? That's how I see it. And Donald uh, Paul Craig Roberts, who, who actually has a very good brain, he basically. Yeah, here's what he says. The Western world rip, you know, rest in peace. I've come to the depressing conclusion that the white ethnicities that constituted the nations of the Western civilization have, de- have degenerated in such insouciance and stupidity that they no longer have a possibility of survival. They sit mindlessly in front of TV, absorbing their brainwashing and indoctrination. They can't pay their rent. They can't pay their mortgage. They can't pay their car payments, but they pay endlessly for care of immigrant invaders who are overwhelming their communities with material needs. In the U.S., North Carolina, once a southern state, now an immigrant staging ground, has given over its high schools to serve as immigrant invader resettlement areas to hell with North Carolina taxpayers, immigrant invaders, rights preempt those of the North Carolina taxpayers whose majority of white population, according to the narrative, consists of white supremacist racist exploiters. Well, let's not forget the stolen some neo-Nazi skinheads there and grandma hating people. North Carolina has also, at its taxpayers' expense, built a campus for a Head Start program for the children of immigrant invaders. Wherever you look, the U.S. is welcoming at citizens' taxpayer expense endless burdens from immigrant invaders permitted to walk unheeded across the border into the Tower of Babel that the U.S. become. According to leaks, rhino Republican senators are preparing an immigration bill that will force America to accept 1.8 million immigrant invaders each year. Amazing to watch white people destroy their own country. This is what happens when you put high-level Masonic leaders Council on Foreign Relations, and all these other subgroups that we've talked about so many times in the positions of authority in the United States and globally. What ends up happening is they become a unified force for the destruction of America and the entire world to put it under a one-world government. We're watching this happen in real time right now. We're watching these people come in and say, we're destroying the entire globe, and every single country that's sovereign is going to be destroyed and we're going to bring everybody in. This is Cloward and Piven strategy overwhelming the republic. The United States, if it does not stop this nonsense, will be completely and totally insolvent and bankrupt within the next five years due to the immigrant invaders because they can't pay for this anymore. And the people no longer have the ability to be taxed anymore. This is like tyranny run completely and totally amok. I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff in my life before, but I've seen some. This, this, this is beyond belief that we're having this. Biden and now the Texas governor are fighting over the fact that Texas has a right to basically protect itself and stop the immigrant invaders. The razor wire that was laid across the border to stop these guys from coming in by Texas itself now, not the United States government, they've ordered it to be cut by the United States Supreme Court 
And Abbott's saying no. Now we've got 14 more states backing Texas governor and saying no, where were the Texas governor? This sounds like doggone civil war to me. Yeah, it does. That's what it sounds like. And, you know, and so if we, this is insanity that we've got this bumbling buffoon. But remember, all of this stuff is staged. All of it is. They want us, this, this is exactly what they did with the South versus the North and the Civil War in 1861. They pushed everything, pushed everything, pushed everything until the Southern states finally said, we've had it. We quit. We are done with this. You guys are a bunch of idiots. We've had enough. And that was the war of aggression of the North. And suddenly all of a sudden the North attacks the South and blah, 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 blah. All that stuff happens. It was a war of aggression. And it was basically to come in and destroy the Southern states, who's basically had a very, very clear relationship with God Almighty. They love Jesus. They love God. They were Christians. And the northern states have always been a bunch of liberals, always. And I'm not saying that every person from up north is liberal because I know a lot of God-fearing Christians who live up there. But the reality is, is these states and these liberals, you know, last night I was talking to a friend of mine. And I said, the liberal mindset is to the point now in the United States that they accept every perversion that's ever been played, laid upon them. And they don't just accept it. They embrace it. And they want to make it part of their lives. And they want to continue to be the weirdos on the street. You know, they years ago, I was up in D.C. And I told you the story before. And I'll tell it to you now because I'm going to be on camera. And we were up there and they were having an Antifa rally, you know, and they were having a neo-Nazi rally all at once. I mean, sparks, sparks, sparks everywhere. And we were staying at a hotel that was very close to this parade ground, this area that they were in. And I thought, wow, OK, we're here. We didn't know this rally was happening. We're sitting here watching. We're standing with a bunch of liberal Democrats, okay? Bunch of, I mean a bunch of libs. They're wearing, and forgive me for saying this, they're wearing vagina hats. They're wearing all kinds of weird apparel. They're wearing all kinds of crazy stuff that you're like, what is wrong with you people? Are you this stupid? Who dropped you on your head? And then there was one Jewish woman. I'm not picking on her because she was Jewish. And she's wearing it. She's super liberal. And she's got, she's got scriptures all over her. I mean, New Testament stuff. And I said to her, I said, are you, are you a born-again Jew? And she goes, no, I'm a Jew. And I said, I'm Jewish. And I'm like, okay, okay, great. Why are you quoting New Testament scriptures? And she goes, this is not New Testament. And I said, oh, yeah, that's New Testament. You know, like, love one another, you know, and all the other stuff, not, not dealing with Abrahamic law. And I thought to myself, what's wrong with these people? And finally, you know, the neo-Nazis had their rally. And there's like 10 of them, right? And, and so I, we couldn't get close to them. They were a mile away. We were kept away from them. But we had to deal with all the vagina people. You know, I, I just, I, I just, I, I, it was mind boggling, the perversion that I saw there. And all of a sudden that night, I go back to the hotel room and I go, and I looked at Sharon and I said, what the heck was that? And she goes, that was some weird stuff. And I could tell you other things they were doing, but it's too perverse to even talk about on the air. The vagina comment was enough. Here's the thing. Then the neo-Nazis decided they were going to have, they, they, they put them on TV so we could watch it. So I watched the neo-Nazis talk and they were, they were like, they look like Baptist preachers. They're wearing three piece suits. They're talking about border control. They're talking about national sovereignty. They're talking about, you know, God, they're talking about Jesus. They're talking about basically what we have to do to protect the United States of America. So I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but they're going to say something really bad here in a second. I'm going to disagree with them. And they never did. And suddenly I thought about earlier that day, the, the, the Antifa was marching down the street. They gave them a parade ground. And they're walking down. They get they're, they're like they wear storm boots. You know, they're wearing like they're, they're wearing body armor, and they're wearing these black jackets. They got these black ski masks on, and they got steel pipes in one hand. They're slapping the other pipe with their, their with their hand. I don't know how 
prevent breaking bones, but they're hitting their head. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, those have to be the neo-Nazis. And the guy, oh no, no, that's Antifa, we're for those guys. And I said, how in the world can you possibly be for these guys acting like this, walking down the street? Oh no, 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 the neo-Nazis are over there. And I said, well, God, they've gotta be, they've gotta be a hundred years old if they're Nazis. This is from the 40s. I mean, how in the world can they be? Oh, no, no. These are the neo-Nazis, the new Nazis. I said, are they not in wheelchairs? Oh, no, no. These are the real Nazis. I'm like, okay, you guys are so twisted. There's nobody read history here. But that's what I saw. Now, what's interesting about that, I'm going to read a couple scriptures to you today because I'm kind of in a preaching mode today. It says, uh, "Do not." this is 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Now, let me share with you this real quick. I know so many people out there, they hang out with the wrong people all the time. They're hanging out with liberals all the time. They're going to places they shouldn't ought to go to all the time. Now, once I find out these people are doing this, I step back and I disassociate myself with them. If a guy, okay, let me, let me this, this, this is gonna be kind of a weird thing to talk about. People, there are all these crazy clubs in Tampa all these crazy clubs. There's strip clubs. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't go to those kind of things. I never have, never. Well, I, I did a couple of times in college when I was like really young and really dumb, right? And I did it a couple of times. I thought, this is stupid, okay? But the reality is that I got saved and I quit doing all that stuff. But the reality is the people that do that get you into a ditch and you start thinking like they think. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And, and, and then we have to realize that this bad company basically makes you think you're doing what's right. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but in the end, therefore, are the ways of death and destruction. There's a way that we go that we think we're supposed to go, and we have this life that we think we're supposed to live. You know, I've got a friend of mine has a problem with alcohol, has a problem with nicotine. The problem is she has a problem with her friendships, and she keeps stepping back into that path, into that way that seems right, but in the way it leads to destruction. And the sad part about this is if people don't understand who they are in Christ and who they are in Jesus, and they don't rely on the Holy Spirit to infuse them with the power they need. Come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing. They continue to live that same way all of the time. There's another verse, Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Another version, a little bit more extrapolated, says, don't so don't worry and don't keep saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? This is what the pagans are always looking for. Your heavenly father knows that you need them all. Set your heart on the kingdom and his goodness, and all these things will come to you as a matter of course. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See, this is the problem that we have right now in the Western world. When we left the principles of God, and I know this is preachy, this one. I got that, okay? It's just, that's what, that's, that's, this is who I am. When we seek God's will first for our life, we want to give up the things like the alcohol and the drugs or the strip clubs and all these other crazy things. And if you're still, be, if you're still being attracted to those types of things and you're a Christian, you got to ask yourself a question. You know, where's my relationship with God? What am I doing with God? Where is this going? I mean, what is the final outcome? There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads in death. And that's what we have to understand. If you're hanging out with the same people over and over and over and over again, and you're not coming out from among them being separate, what ends up happening is they drag you back into their ditch. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like alcohol. I've mentioned this before, and Austin said this before. You say, well, my life was a wreck, and then I started drinking, and everything worked out great. It doesn't do that. 
alcohol. There's a reason they call it spirits. There's a reason that people get so messed up and their personalities change and everything else when they get drunk. You lose the ability to control yourself. You lose the ability for concrete, rational thought because you now have dulled your senses and you're using it as a form of self-medication. Same thing is true with nicotine. You say, well, Ted, you don't have a problem with those things. You don't understand what I'm going through. Oh, contraire. My mom was a functional alcoholic. I dealt with it my entire life. I saw her smoke five packs of cigarettes a day, chain smoking one after another after another. I dealt with it a really long time. We used to light her cigarettes for us when we were little kids. I mean, you know, she gave me my first beer when I was eight years old. Don't tell me I didn't deal with it. I've dealt with it, but I've learned that you seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things get added unto you. It's like people who are in bad relationships. They continue to do what they've done to get to the bad relationship, and they don't realize that the only thing they're going to get are more bad relationships. That's all they're going to get. So, guys, you know, when you see this and you start to realize this whole thing is such a mess, you start to realize that we have to be careful on who we associate with. Paul Craig Roberts came out with another article today, and I really like him. That's why I support him. The Satan's agent, the World Economic Forum, says the World Economic Forum is the worst source of disinformation in the world. Even the name is disinformation. It is not a world forum representing the world. It is a group of stupid American and European corporate executives who have been conned by Klaus Schwab, the world's worst egomaniac, into believing that you don't count until you're a member and a devotee of the WEF. Gosh, he said that well. Schwab has sold the executive class the line that the World Economic Forum attendees are members of the most prestigious country club and are members of a privileged caste that creates and exists so far above other people who are useless eaters. And the goal of culling the world population by 7.5 billion people is not shameful. At the recent WE meeting in Davos, Switzerland, Schwab and his devotees took a hit broadside from Yair Mali, who newly elected president of Argentina. Mali told them that the Western world is in danger because the West leaders have abandoned freedom and adopted collectivism. That's so true. Mali was talking about the WEF. Either he's a very brave man or he did not realize to whom he was speaking. I expect he'll have an airplane accident or he will be pushed out of office by some other concocted charges from Washington. Washington's diminishing influence and power has encouraged other long, silent voices in Latin America to speak up. The distinguished Peruvian Dr. Victor Garriasis, forgive me for these words, took up Miley's theme and unloaded on the WEA groupies as disgraceful and shameful. The demonstrations of frivolity and intellectual mediocrity that the famous forum exists for are increasingly scandalous. For example, the impressions that a prostitute traffickers make during these meetings, why not some orgies while we save the world with 2,100 euro a night women? Guys, this group of people, what he's saying is get a, get a bunch of whores for the WEF, which is what happened in Switzerland. They basically had to, all the call girls got on call for the WEF attendees. This is the Democratic input, again, that I just mentioned. These are the same guys, and forgive me for this, these are the same guys that will take their wives. This, this, I'm about to get upset here. These are the same guys. Listen to me, man. Now, listen to me. This is the men here. And I'm not trying to point fingers at you, though. I just did. Listen to me. Your wife is your responsibility. She is under your protective umbrella. She's under your spiritual umbrella. And if you don't take care of your wife and you don't take care of her all the days of her life after you get married, shame on you. I spoke to a, a lady just a few weeks ago and her husband, and, and I, you saw the same thing with, with, with Roger Stone. This is why I've never put him on the show. Roger Stone turned his wife out for other men in an open relationship, in an open marriage. And we're basically using her to attract other couples into their relationship. You see the same thing with the guy from Regent, not, not Regent University, Liberty University, Jerry Falwell Jr. This is crap. I'm just telling you, this is, this is pure 
unadulterated Satanism when a man allows his wife to be turned out to be used by other men. Now, I don't talk about this stuff normally, but this is some sick stuff. It is the man's responsibility to take care of his wife, period. Period. And if that man doesn't do it, shame on him. And that's what we need to understand. All of this stuff is exactly what they're doing with, the, with, the, with this thing up over there in Davos, Switzerland. These men are going out. A lot of these guys are married, and they're picking up all these doggone whores. And forget my vernacular today, but I'm just sick of it. This is the democratic way. This is the way of Lucifer and Satan. That's what this is. When these guys go out like this and get all these prostitutes and do all these crazy things, have these orgies like this guy just said. I mean, I didn't say it. This guy said it over there in Davos. Satan comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. I was speaking to a friend of mine this morning, and he goes, well, you know, a lot of people get tested, and they have to go through the fire. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. God does not do that. God comes to give life and give life in abundantly. When people get tested and all these crazy things get happening to them, in most cases, it's from Satan. I'm letting you guys know that right now. And God's stepping in constantly trying to save people's lives and trying to say, no, 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 this kid's a good kid or this girl's a good girl. We've got to fix this. But when these people get involved in this crazy stuff and they start doing the things they shouldn't ought to do, you got to stop and ask yourself a question. What's the end goal? Remember the, remember the four questions, I, the three questions I told you always ask. What am I doing? What is it doing to me? And is that okay? I mean, you know, when a woman goes out and she's, dirt, and she's doing burlesque at these strip clubs or whatever she's doing, what am I doing? I'm basically showing myself as a prostitute. Oh, God, forgive me for saying that because I know a lot of girls have to do that because they end up having a problem with trying to pay their bills with kids and everything else because their husbands were sorry or their boyfriends were sorry and they left them with children. They're out there doing stuff they ought to do, shouldn't ought to do. And they figure out this is an easy way to make money. Okay. What am I doing? What is it doing to me? It's degrading you is what it's doing. It's not okay. It's not okay. Go find yourself another job. Get back into school. You don't understand. Yeah, I do. I was raised by a mother who basically was an alcoholic. I know what it feels like to be in that situation. And I know what it feels like to grab yourself by your bootstraps and work 100-hour work weeks. I've done it. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. And then is it okay with what it's doing to me? Always ask yourself those questions in that order. What am I doing? What's it doing to me? And is that okay? If you do that, you're going to find something better than you have right now in most cases. And see, and here's the other thing, too. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to just why I'm doing this little tirade this morning. Let me continue on the tirade. Here's one of the things that really, really bothers me. It's when women, I'm picking on women now, when women basically may find a good husband or find a good guy to date, but because he's not rebellious enough or he hasn't got this going on in his life or hasn't got that going on in his life or whatever, they decide they don't want to date him. Now, he's a good guy. He's a good Christian guy. But because he didn't quite appeal to them, you know, here's the thing. I had this, I, I knew this one lady. She was dating this guy who was a great guy. She broke up with him. And, I, and, I, and then she said to me, she goes, she goes, well, I wasn't in love with him. I'm like, what's love got to do with it? The old Tina Turner song. When you find somebody good, you find somebody who's going to be righteous, you find somebody who's going to be able to support you and take care of you. In most cases, you've got to step back and ask yourself a question. Is it going to get any better than this? Where are you going to go with this? And see, that's the problem that I have with what the world is doing right now with Donald Trump. People have it hooked up to Donald Trump, and they've said, we are going to be Trumpy, Trump devotees. They forget about Operation Warp Speed, about the millions of people that are dead because of an executive order giving emergency use authorization to an mRNA shot that causes myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clots, who knows what else. 
They just give him a pass like he didn't do it, even though he continued to promote it for years out of office. You've got to ask yourself a question. What am I doing? What's it doing to me? And is it okay? Do we always have to take the lesser of two evils with this? And, you know, and, and, and it saddens me. They, they really, 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 really do. It, it really does. Oh, by, by the way, I, I mentioned this yesterday. I'm going to mention it one more time. They gave everyone who smokes marijuana a license to kill. The family of a man fatally stabbed 100 times by his girlfriend expresses outrage as she avoids jail time after judge ruled that she was so high on marijuana she couldn't control her actions. And let me say something. This is, a, this is a lie. This girl wasn't on marijuana. She was on something else. I know people that are potheads. Don't, don't associate with them more. I've knew them in high school. Haven't done anything with their lives because they continue to smoke pot. Here's the reality. They just want to eat and sleep. They're, they're not violent. I've never seen anybody violent on marijuana unless it's been cut with something else. This is insanity that she stabs somebody 100 times and avoids jail time and kills somebody and murders them in this fashion. But again, it's just a sign of the times and where we are. It's just, it's just insanity this is happening. We're giving them a license to kill now if they smoke pot. I mean, it, 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 it's absolutely incredible. By the way, the states have absolutely you know, got over this thing with Biden, with 14 southern states saying that, no, we're not going to allow these southern borders to be overrun and causing our states to go down the tube. Greg Abbott throws down the gauntlet. I mentioned this earlier, a Biden over the border war. Texas governor says state has a right to defend itself from lawlessness after White House demanded agents be allowed to back on the banks of the Rio Grande. Wow. Right? <laughs> governor Abbott has accused Biden of being a lawless president and invoked Texas right to self-defense. Sounds like 1861. But let's not forget that most people are taught history in the United States since from about 1880 on. It is the latest sign of a worsening relations between Texas and the federal government. No, it's not. It's the latest sign of the southern states and the border states worsening relationship with the United States federal government. It comes after Biden demanded the federal agents be granted access to a park that Texas has been using to arrest new arrivals. Guys, this thing is starting to heat up now. Remember what I told you earlier. It's out of chaos will come a new world order. They want a complete destruction of nation states. That's why they brought 40 million people into the United States now that aren't U.S. citizens. And I, it's probably even higher than that now. 10, 15, 20,000 people walking across the border per day. How long are we supposed to be able to handle that? How many more taxes do we have to pay? How many more things do we have to be forced to in, endure with this country before we say no more to this? This is the problem that we've run into with the lawless regime in Washington right now. But remember, Donald Trump didn't close the borders either. It was slowed down a little bit with him, but it was still wide open. He didn't do it. He tried to get the military involved. They wouldn't do it because the highest levels of the military are going to be 33-degree Masons. I've got a friend of mine. His name is Roger, and he was, he, was in the, he was in the Air Force for years. And they finally, finally his commanding officers brought him in and said, if you want to continue to go higher in the military in your ranking, you have to become a Masonic leader. You have to be, join the Masonic Lodge. He goes, what? I don't want to do that. But he did. And then he finally realized what it was, and he realized how satanic it was, and he got out of it. The thing about it is, guys, this whole group of people that are running the planet, we see it you know, with the people here in Central Florida, with these city commissions and county commissions. We realize very quickly they come in at a grassroots level to take and control the politics and the development and the expansion with these crazy subdivisions they're putting in everywhere. All of this stuff is being orchestrated at the highest level. Always remember that by their God with a little g that basically we covered and talked about in Angel Wars, who is so insouciant and so stupid and so arrogant is the better term for that, that he thought he could overtake God in the third heaven and come up and basically do a, how should I say, coup d'etat of God Almighty. And there were enough stupid people with him that a third of creation fell. We discussed this in detail in Angel Wars. 
This is how persuasive he is. And this is why you don't be surprised when the friends that you're hanging out with are making stupid choices and stupid decisions. I spoke to a man this morning. He started dating this new girl. He said her friends were awful. And he told her, he said, we're not hanging out with your friends. We're not going to do that. We have no interest in hanging out with these people who do these things, period, ever again. But here's the thing. We have to be willing and obedient if we're going to eat the fruit of the land. That's all we can do. And when God says, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, this is not a, this is New Testament, guys. This isn't something he said in the Old Testament. God is not a man that he should be flipping back and forth. He's not a man that he should be mocked. When he says this kind of stuff, he's warning you. If you hang out with the wrong people, you're going to get the wrong results every single time. And I, I commend and I applaud Greg Abbott for throwing down the gauntlet at Biden over the border war, which is what this has turned into. Guys, if we don't stand our ground, like it says in Ephesians right now, if we don't do that, it's not going to help as far as getting the United States back. And Paul Craig Roberts is absolutely right. The WEF is Satan's agent in the world right now. And why anybody listens to these, almost said a bad word, clowns, basically, I have no idea. Austin, what do you think? Well, you know, that, that's exactly what they're doing as far as the problem action solution. I've been reading stuff here while you're talking as far as what's going on with the border. And now there's numerous congressional Democrats who are now demanding that Joe Biden take full control of the Texas National Guard. Basically, they are wanting Biden to send the U.S. Army in to take the higher ranks of the, the Texas National Guard and basically stop them from being able to secure the border. This isn't any kind of, you know... <laughs> idea anymore that this is an accident or that they're trying to just, oh, we're just going to kind of leave the border open and we're going to let some people come in. They're actively funding an invasion into the United States with over 3 million plus people per year. Quite frankly, it's more than that. The numbers that they're saying is around 3 million. I personally think from what I'm hearing, we're talking about 5 to 10 million a year right now that are coming in. It's insane. If you talk to anybody that are border agents, anybody that's involved that down there, it is literally a full scale ground invasion into the Southern states. And the fact that we now have the federal government coming in and saying Texas does not have a right to secure their border. Texas does not have a right to control their Texas National Guard. Texas does not have a right to control who comes in and out of their state. This is blatantly trying to start a war with Texas and the federal government. That's what they're doing. They're trying to poke the bear long enough until there's a uprising, so to speak, with Texas. And then they're going to say, Texas is trying to take on the federal government. They're trying to start a Civil War 2.0. Dad's nailed it on the head. This is exactly what happened with the original Civil War. You can't keep poking and poking and poking and poking states and not have recourse at some point. And this is exactly why they're trying to push this agenda. Now we're seeing that multiple states, like he said, we've got now um, uh, Florida, Virginia, South Dakota, Oklahoma, numerous state governors now are coming in and backing and saying, we're going to send our state National Guard down there to help you guys out as well. Um, DeSantis came out earlier. I was reading an article from him. He said, if the Constitution really made states powerless to defend themselves against an invasion, it wouldn't have been ratified in the first place. Exactly right. Texas would have never joined the Union. They would have never gone along with it if that was actually the constitutional law that, say, that said the states don't have a right to do this. The states cannot defend themselves. The states are powerless and helpless. Why would they have joined the union? It's complete and total compromise and in contradiction of the Constitution. Texas is trying to uphold the law and try to maintain their borders as far as from an invasion from another country. So, again, this is something to really, I guess, understand what's happening here. But, you know, I've been talking about this for a couple of years, and so is Dad. 
they're blatantly bringing people in here. And this is way more than just, you know, some Somalians that are coming over on a boat or some people, you know, from Honduras that are walking up or anything like this. These guys that are coming in here are almost all young age fighting military age males. Majority of them are all trained, in my opinion, from what I've been hearing. These guys aren't some clowns that are walking around not knowing what to do with themselves. These guys know exactly why they're being brought here. And so, again, this is why I really encourage people, make sure you're staying prepped, make sure you're staying armed, and make sure you're staying operational as far as you know how to use your tools, your weapons, your defense, your security, your first aid, any of that stuff. Make sure you understand it because a lot of times people get rusty. You know, I've known people before that haven't shot for years on end. And all of a sudden, I've gone to the range with them, and, you know, they're all over the board for a couple bags. And then they start getting back into it. If you don't keep up with a skill set, it's going to get rusty. And so it's really important to maintain that and continue to stay operational because there's some very strange things happening. Remember, the entire basis of our Constitution is about the country as a whole, as its patriots, being able to stand with one another and support one another and defend one another. That's why the militia was so effective in the Revolutionary War, because everybody was able to come together and work with one another and not be reliant on all these other platforms and armies and militaries. The militia and the individuals in the states are so important as far as being able to be operational. So again, just something to be aware of with all this weird stuff that's happening now. Also, too, in other news, I was reading an article here, and it was talking about how the increased prices which surprise, surprise, it's almost like they did this on purpose. They're saying now that the price of shipping containers as far as to ship in the Red Sea has more than doubled now ever since this conflict now here with the Houthi rebels that somehow keep getting these surface air missiles and anti-ship missiles. Ukrainian war. Yeah, to keep launching all these boats. These guys are a third-rate hat-job militia that's been in a civil war for the last decade in Yemen, yet suddenly they have some most advanced weaponry and basically <laughs> surfaced air missiles that we've ever seen. A lot of them are the same ones that, I don't know, came out of Raytheon and have come out of Lockheed Martin. Surprise, surprise. So again, just be aware that they're trying to control the narrative on both fronts. And now we're, I was reading an article here. It's talking about how the mainstream media is doing everything they can to essentially either criminalize or prevent anybody from simply talking about the tsunami of death that we're seeing now with young and healthy individuals. And they're attempting to normalize this aspect of young adults dying from myocarditis and pericarditis. The other day, we had a lady come over that we knew. She does photography. Really, really awesome lady. She's super sharp. She's really awake. Great photography. And she used to work in a pediatric office. And she's very well-versed now and still up-to-date as far as with a lot of you know, pediatricians and doctors and physicians. And she said the level of children and young adults that are coming in now that are having heart issues is literally unprecedented. She's never seen it before. And she said the fact that they are actually promoting this shot, which we now have direct links to numerous, numerous health problems, including cardiovascular problems, the very fact that we actually rolled this out for six-month-olds is nothing short of criminal. That is why I've continually encouraged you guys to please, please discuss this with other family, with friends, with loved ones, with other parents, and talk to them about the childhood shot schedule and do your research on it before you go to the pediatrician's office. Do your own research and understand what they're trying to do, why they're trying to do this, and realize this is not about public health, and it's not about child's, children's health. It is all about pushing an agenda to make these kids sicker and sicker and keep them in the medical industrial complex literally from the time of birth. 
Why are you giving a hepatitis B shot to an infant? Why are you giving diphtheria, pertussis, and tetanus shots repeatedly at two months, four months, six months, eight months? Why do you keep giving these shots over and over and over again? If it's a vaccine and it works so good and their immune system is so strong and able to handle this, why do they keep giving them the shot over and over and over and over and over again? The answer is it massively downregulates the immune system. It causes massive issues with inflammation. Sterility. It causes sterility, and it's continually causing problems with these kids having chronic inflammation. I have heard so much now over the last probably five to six years of emails and phone calls I get to the office of parents that are calling me up saying, kids are having chronic ear infection, chronic ear infection. Now the doctor wants to move their adenoids. They want to move their tonsils. And I literally hear the same exact narrative every single time. And my first question is, are they getting their shots? Oh, yeah, yeah, They're getting all their shots. We, we're trying to figure out what's going on. I said, do you possibly think there may be a correlation here between giving these kids injections that have known adjuvants that cause inflammation in the body and then the body having an inflammatory response with the adenoids and the tonsils and continually being sick on a regular basis? It doesn't take that much work to do one plus one and see that it equals two. You just have to open your eyes and ask the questions, Dad. And I think that's one of the issues that so few people do nowadays is nobody wants to ask questions anymore. So many people just want to go along with what they're told. But as I've said before, and you say it all the time, you have to ask questions to the narrative and don't believe any of this stuff that we're constantly seeing now because it is all theater, as you said earlier. It's beyond theater. I mean, I, yes. I'm, I'm trying not to jump up and down because if I jump up and down right now, start running around the room, I'll be off camera. You know, I, I, <laughs> They'd I, probably I, like to see that. I, yeah, they would, just see, they would see me disappear, be an empty seat here, and be like you looking at me watching. I'll, me. I'll pull a cardboard cutout and put it there. You hold it for you. Uh, you know, I, that's the one thing I liked about the audio only. I had enough microphone length that I could actually walk around because I am, I am basically a platform speaker, and I'm used to running around in front of a group. But, uh, you know, when I hear this, and I see what parents are doing, and I realize that, you know, we're in a situation now where we are basically, I, I don't use the word basically too much. It's just too much. I, I got that. Okay, so don't send me a letter. We are in a situation where we are poisoning our children, but yeah. we've been doing this since the 80s with Reagan and his crazy law that he gave, giving these shop manufacturers immunity. We've had billions of dollars paid out for damages to children for the shots. So you say, don't, don't, so don't send me a letter and say these shots are good and they don't cause any damage. Billions have been paid out because hundreds of thousands of children have been damaged and hurt. And it's almost impossible to get any kind of money from the vaccine fund because they basically may put you through red tape for decades, if not for, who would have, for the rest of your life. So here's the question I've got to ask you again. God is involved with any of this trying to, quote, test us, which is nonsense, by the way. Why in the world is he killing his own children? He doesn't do that. This is Satan doing this. He comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. And you say, well, you talk about that, you know, all the time. Yeah, I'm going to always talk about that. Because if you don't put that back into this equation, none of it makes any sense. One of these entities that got caught in Roswell and one of these other spaceships that got down from this pre-endemic race that still fly around here, they basically caught this thing and they talked to it and it could speak English and, or it was dealing, using telepathy or whatever it was doing. And they said the one thing that it was doing, or it could have been the one that, that Alistair Crowley pulled up, one of these crazy entities, all it did was lie, period, about everything. And you see, you ask yourself a question, who's his father? It covers that in the book of John. When these Pharisees, who were basically unbelievably hypocrites, they were sanctimonious, they were pious, they were nauseating. 
And, you know, and they're to talking to Jesus. They said their father was Abraham. He goes, no, 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 no. We're not, you know, you're not going there with me. Your father's yeah, I, the devil. Your father's the devil. Yeah, he said it's going to call him out as the devil. Because, you know, he's, he, because by this point, he, he already understood who he was. His ministry had started. He understood that he was in the Garden of Eden. That's why he built the planet back over again. He built, he built the universe. So he understood who he was. And that's what I always say to you guys. You know, when Jesus was basically being tried and being whipped, he was the creator of the universe. He could have just gone and off with their heads. He could have done anything he wanted to do. He even said, I could call down 50,000 angels, legions of them, to stop everything here. He says, but this is the way it has to be. He had to be sacrificed to shed his blood, to create that permanent energy field from an omnipresent being, to change our DNA back to the Father, so we come boldly to the throne of grace through Jesus and talk to God and pray and give us give him our petitions. That's what this whole thing, Christianity is not what you think it is. Christianity is, a, is, is the power from God Almighty through Christ. That's why Jesus said, no one comes to the Father but through me. He meant that. Well, because Jesus created the universe. He knew how the things work. And so always remember who he is and what he did. And, you know, when I read the rest of this stuff from Paul Craig Roberts, and I'm going to read you part of this other, for this world leader, he goes, the pitiful spectacle of a supposed witch, a sorceress, or God with a little g, knows that what emitting sounds and spitting on the faces of some panelists is decidedly pathetic. Have they no shame? Is it their need to belong to the cool people of the planet is so powerful? It is that the cool and sophisticated is now inevitably ridiculous and shameful. The WEA, listen to this, is an anti-human cult. What it is, it's a sex death cult that was brought to us by the ancient Canaanite religions. It is devoted to destruction of freedom and human life because they hate humans because we're created in God's image and they're not. In my opinion, it would be wondrous if the next time the collection of stupid and evil beings assemble, Russia, China, or Iran would launch a missile attack that completely destroys the WEF. He's saying that, not me. They won't because Russia, China, and Iran view the WEF as an ally in the destruction of the West. This is a mistake because the Russian, Chinese, and Iranian populations are also fated to be culled. Judging by the effort of the World Health Organization's WEF's rally, ally to centralize its hands in the, of the health protocols of the entire world and its forecast of a doomsday pandemic, the culling device will be a bio-warfare pathogen released on the world. I told you this years ago. They ain't nuking us. They're not destroying their own 5G, 6G systems. They're not going to do that. They're going to release a pathogen. And they already tested it out a couple of years ago when they released COVID. The problem with COVID was it mutated too quickly after it hit one person and it wasn't able to affect the next person and kill them. It killed a bunch of people. Now, a lot of you are going to say to me again, and don't do this. Don't, don't send me these letters. I'll delete and block you. Just let you know that. Just say that in advance so you don't do this. People say COVID wasn't real. <laughs> My wife, before she passed away when she had COVID several years ago, was coughing up blood. Don't tell me that's the flu. It attacked her lung tissue. And I've seen it happen with so many different people. So when we have this type of pathogen release, this bioweapon release, it's real. But God allowed it to mutate too quickly. Now, again, that, this, again, is exactly what I mentioned earlier. This is not from God. But God came in and saved us from this stuff, actually going out and decimating the world. Now they're trying to come out with something even bigger and better and stronger as far as destroying more people. And then when that didn't work, they had that, what, that mRNA shot sitting in the wings waiting to be injected directly into our bloodstream to change our DNA and create something else inside of us. That's the goal of these guys. No Western legislature is doing anything right now to shut down the illegal labs. As Russia knows, where many of the illegal biowarfare laboratories are located. 
Russia should take him out with a missile strike. Evil has been has to be confronted and overcome, or evil will prevail. Evil has already recruited the corporate and political leadership of the Western world. How much more advantage shall we permit evil before we before we are overcome? You know, and 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 that's and that's the thing here. How much are we going to allow this to continue? How long? How much longer are we going to comply with what they're doing with us? How much longer are we going to put on a mask? Now you know why Austin and I talk so strongly about the masks and not doing it and not standing six six six. I got into so many arguments. I guess my favorite one was when I was at FSU for a game, and I was up there in the elevator in the Sheraton, the Round Hotel downtown Tallahassee, and I'll never forget there was some other team coming in. It was like a wrestling team to basically compete against Florida State. And I get in the elevator and there's this big old boy. He's all steroided up. He's gotta be about six foot tall and about 250. And he's one of the coaches for the wrestling team. And I get in the elevator and I ask him, how you doing today, bud? He goes, I was doing good until you got in this elevator without a mask on. And I looked at him, you know, remember I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, 30 years old. I looked at him and I said, dude, this is Florida. It's a free state. I don't have to wear a mask. If you don't like me being on the elevator with you, get off on the next floor. Feel free. And he looked at me kind of big because he's a big boy. And he looked at me and goes, well, I just don't like you being in here with me. I said, well, then get off the elevator. You know, quit being like this. I said, the masks don't work anyhow. What's wrong with you? And I just lit into it. And he must have thought, who is this guy? And the reality is, is I don't really care who they think I am. They're not going to tell me what to do when I know what they're doing is wrong. Think about it for a second. You go out to a party. They go, let's smoke a joint. I don't think so. I got to go. I knew this guy in Tallahassee. He basically was dating this girl and they were engaged and she wanted to go to one of her parties with her friends. He decided, okay, I'll go with you. As soon as he got there, they're, they're, they're running, they're, they're running drugs. And my friend said, we got to go. She goes, well, these people are my friends. He goes, I don't care. This ain't happening. Not on my watch. Why? Husbands listen to me again. I'm going to tell it to you again. It's your responsibility to protect your spouse. Say, well, she don't want to be protected. She wants to do whatever she wants to do. And she wants to act however she wants to act whenever she wants to act that way. Well, okay, stop. You have that responsibility, whether you want it or not, when you become a married man. You have that responsibility. And when, you, when these men like, you know, Roger Stone, and I know Roger, I've had dinner with him several times, and he doesn't do this anymore. But he turned his wife out to be with other men. That's not cool, guys. That's a nightmare from hell. That's Satan saying, well, you can do it this way and do it that way. And invariably, it's always somebody who's liberal who's doing that. But Roger Stone was still at that point, you know, was basically, you know, claim, claiming to be a Republican. Again, I've quoted the scripture in the beginning. There's a road that seems right to a man, but at the end, it leads to destruction. And it's so true that we see this all of the time. Now to change the topic on this, you know, uh, the uh, FAA and, and the government now is basically halting the Boeing 747 <laughs> expansion, which Boutique is now saying there's a bigger picture exam imminent. FAA told Boeing on Wednesday it won't grant any production expansion of the MAX, including the 737-9 MAX. The FAA also approved a thorough inspection and maintenance process that must be performed on each of the grounded 171 Boeing 737-9 MAX aircraft. Upon successful completion, the aircraft will be eligible to return to service. Now, this is the plane that you have elevators on the back of the plane. It makes the plane go up and down, right? You have ailerons that turn the plane. I'm not going to get into that because, you know, I'm a pilot, so I can go into detail, but I'm not going to. But what ends up happening is this. These elevators that make the plane go up and down, they suddenly, if they detected a stall that was imminent, which was whether it was or not, because the little plugs on the front of the plane got plugged up with the airflow, they would put the plane into a nosedive to gain speed over the wings to get lift so it wouldn't stall out. 
and it couldn't be corrected by some of these pilots who weren't trained properly. And what ended up happening, it would put, would put itself right nose down into the ground, killing everybody on board. What the heck is wrong with the Boeing Corporation for developing that? Normally, there's two stall warning indicators, on one, one on each side of the plane. In case a bird hits one and gets plugged up, the other one still works. So you have the ability to do this. And then they have that automatic system, which puts the plane into a dive to get speed back over the wings and make it create lift. They only put one stall warning indicator intake on the side of that aircraft. So if something hit it during takeoff or a bird or any debris whatsoever, it would tell the plane automatically it was in a doggone stall and it would put it into the dirt. Who develops stuff like this without redundancy on the plane when you're carrying passengers? It aggravates me. And so I will say I got to give the Biden administration you know, kudos on this, that it's stopping the expansion of the 737 production. And quite frankly, I think this thing's go back to the entire drawing board and to try to figure out what the heck is wrong with this aircraft and get some engineers who aren't sitting around smoking dope all day. Oh, I can't believe I said that, Austin. A lot of these guys that are the computer geeks and the engineers, they like to smoke dope. You say, well, I don't smoke dope, and I'm an engineer. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the ones that do that. And they sit around stone half the time because they think they have better ideas. Same thing happened back in the 60s and the 70s. You get these rock bands, and they'd sit around and get high on LSD, and they want to write lyrics for songs. And I have to admit, some of the songs were pretty good. I've got to give that credit for that. But when you're dealing with something like an aircraft, aircraft. You know, that you're flying people around in, maybe it's not okay, Austin, to sit around smoking dope to try to figure out how to make the plane fly. What do you think? Pro- probably best to be sober when you're engineering <laughs> planes that run around with three to 400 people, 40,000 feet in the air flying across the world. Yeah, 600 miles an hour. Yeah, Come on. Nah, but, you know, but a part of this, though, makes me wonder if what we've talked about before, if a lot of this just isn't you know, planning to make these things obsolete intentionally to prevent people from being able to travel freely on their way. You know, you think about that, some of this, like we've talked about before, it seems like the airline industry is constantly all of a sudden out of nowhere getting hit after hit after hit after hit. And it's like, at what, right, at one point, at what point are we going to reach it where they simply go, well, we only have X amount of planes left that are able to fly. We only have X amount of flights. You're going to have to book your flight six, seven, eight months in advance now and pay insane amounts of money and pay your carbon tax fee of it in order to determine who's going to fly and who's not going to be able to fly. Just my personal opinion. Well, on one it. thing about that, I know I used to be able to fly to Europe, you know, on points yeah. for, for a reasonable price. Okay. Now to fly to Europe on points costs seven times as many points oh, yeah. as it did. So it's making it more and more cost prohibitive. And fuel hasn't gone up seven, seven times. times. Fuel well, well, fuel. well, the problem with it is, is that these companies that are running these quote unquote point systems, have been bought up by BlackRock, State yep. Street, and Vanguard. And remember what Cortez said. She says that they don't think that we should have air travel, but they get to fly around on their private jets everywhere. I mean, it's insanity to me that these people are put in positions of power and they start spouting this rhetoric. I know when Cortez comes off the script and they start asking her questions about yeah. anything, she's a complete and total moron. Yeah. She, she can't, can't answer anything because she doesn't know. All right, go ahead, Austin. Well, then this is changing the subject, though. This is a really big article, research study that just came out, a study that goes into detail about how now mostly common herbicides that we're seeing in foods at very high levels is now being directly linked to impairing brain function and behavior in young children. Surprise, surprise. A study in an environmental health perspective adolescents with higher urine concentrations of herbicides, specifically glyphosate and 2,4-D, scored significantly worse on tests for attention, memory, language, and social perception. Whoa. This is wild. And it's not anything that you guys probably don't already know, but the fact that this study is now proving this shows you why it's so important to maintain your children's health. The study published is one of the first of its kind to indicate a direct link 
between exposure to herbicides, 2,4-D, and glyphosate, and the impairment of behavioral performance, which included memory, learning, language, processing, social perception, and attention tension control. These adverse effects associated with the neurotoxin impacts of pesticides on behavior have been previously documented and now are essentially being proved once again. What's interesting about this is, and I've talked to so many parents about this, this is being done, the food supply is being contaminated in conjunction with the electronic world that's now being thrusted upon these young children. What happens with these young kids when you feed them this food and you have all this toxicity that's building up and they're having all these memory problems, learning problems, cognitive functioning, attention problems, that already is an enormous problem in itself because you're dealing with the body, the physiology of the body, the chemicals and toxins that are building up. Then you take another step of it and you take the psychology aspect, the psychological impact, and you now put them into this digital world where they become enormously addicted to. These platforms, these social media platforms, these video games, a lot of these gaming systems that are on these iPads now are specifically designed to keep children addicted to them. They went off the same platforms that they use on the slot machines and the casinos. This has all been documented. I've been Facebook went into detail on this years ago and we got busted for it. When you start taking children that are three, four, five, six years old and you put them on these gaming platforms on iPads, they have massive amounts of dopamine that are released repeatedly. Dopamine, 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 dopamine. It's essentially the same thing as putting these kids on heroin when it comes to the dopamine trigger that's happening to them. And then what happens is after weeks, days, months, years of this constant dopamine drain in these kids' bodies and then you take, a, take them off the iPad, they become uncontrollable. They become unbelievably mad. They're, they're, you've seen it now with some of the videos that people have shown where they have these kids. I watched one the other day where this, they were videotaping the early um, stages of this kid. They were showing the footage, and he was young. He was outside. He's riding his bike. He's climbing trees. He's jumping rocks. And then they looked at the footage about a year or two later after he'd been using an iPad. And constantly every video they had of him in the house, he's on his iPad, scrolling, scrolling, playing game, playing game, playing game, not doing anything, never went outside anymore. And then they'd take the iPad away from him, and he'd go into complete total meltdown, complete meltdown. This is all being done to completely and totally rewrite the brains of these young children. It's essentially the same thing as giving them drugs at an early age and then expecting them to act normal when you take those drugs away from them. So, again, this is why it's so important. The mental aspect of these children must be protected, and the physical aspect with these health with their food and keeping them off these food supplies that are contaminated with these herbicides, especially glyphosate. Do the best you can to buy organic when you can, buy local, buy from farmers that you know are keeping stuff as clean as possible. A lot of stuff at the store, I always tell people, you look at the ingredient list on it, Dad, we talked about this before. Mom was great about this. She read labels on everything. She always did. It was great. If you read a box of something and you can't pronounce half the stuff that's on the ingredient list, you probably don't want to put it in your body. I mean, that's usually my take on it, my preference on it. That's why I always tell people, do research. Look at the ingredient list. They tell you what's in the food. All you got to do is read it. It's right there. Well, in some cases, they don't give you full disclosure. They'll say no. proprietary blend, yeah. which is crazy. And uh, he's right. You got to read everything before you put it in your body. Uh, the other day, I had a friend of mine go get a sandwich for her kid. And they went to Publix and got a sandwich. You know, you know I said, did you use boarhead non-nitrites? If you can get boarhead at Publix, yeah, boarhead's usually pretty decent. Ahead with no nitrite, no nitrites, which react to stomach acid, form nitrosamines, which cause stomach cancer. He's like, well, I didn't know you could do that. I'm like, yeah, you always make sure the stuff that you get doesn't have any sodium nitrite in it, otherwise there's gonna be problems. But later on, that same person was having that child play a video game. I remember this is so funny. 
and she let him play for an hour. They found she told him he was done, and she had to go take the keyboard away. Okay, and the kid pitched a fit and said, this is why nobody likes you. There you go. You know, this is why everybody hates you. And I'm like, oh, gosh, this is crazy. But the reality is that they're brain entrained, exactly like you said. Yeah, exactly what we talked about. By the way, i got to just cover this one real quick. Mexico's $10 billion lawsuit against the U.S. gun manufacturers to proceed appeals court rules. I wonder if this is an Obama appointed in this appeals court. A $10 billion lawsuit by Mexico against the U.S. gun makers alleging that the companies deliberately enable firearms trafficking into the country can move forward and appeal court has ruled. The manufacturers of these firearms had nothing to do with this. This no. was ATF. This was 100% ATF. That, Fast yeah. and Furious is the tip of the iceberg. Do your research on it, guys. Oh, my gosh. And so, you know, I don't blame them for filing a lawsuit, but it should be against ATF. Which oh, yeah. They, they, they need to abolish and, and, ATF. Oh, my gosh. Instead of these gun manufacturers. Again, this is an outside way of coming in and putting these gun manufacturers out of business. Also, and that's all this is, again, being approved by the appeals court to go ahead and proceed in the United States courts. Exactly. This is insanity. And so, again, we need to realize that if we continue to watch this stuff happen over and over and over again, and we don't say anything about it, it's not going to help. We only got about a minute left off, so why don't you finish this thing up? No, you're 100% accurate. No, ATF needs to be abolished. They're absolutely useless to let people bag as far as trying to protect anything. They're the ones that facilitated thousands of machine guns and 50 caliber weapons to go to Mexico and nothing to do with Barrett or any of the manufacturers and gun manufacturers. So, yes, do your research, my friends. Stay sharp, stay strong as always. If you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com. Give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. Be sure to check out the Berberine Ultimate back in stock. Products are incredible. Blood sugar and burning body fat. Then it also stacks really good with HGH Stimulate. It's on sale as well. This product of the week, Health Masters sponsors the show. We have no ads, no commercials, no breaks. We got an hour every single day, just us with a microphone. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. (laughs) Love you guys. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.